Welcome to Five Pints In, the show where we're literally five pints in. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. See, you got you got another Smirnoff Ice there in a in a Stella bottle. That joke's getting no, a bit stale. It was actually. <laughs> It was a real lid. <laughs> um, so anyway, speaking of speaking of bottles of beer, though, it's been going around on the internet. A little birdie told me that you That's don't. That's slang for YouTube. You don't. <laughs> you don't know how to chug a pint, or not a pint, a, a bottle, even. I don't know how. Or you, or it's like... not that you don't know how. It took what was it like five minutes and thirty-five seconds or something. Fuck what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what was you doing, timing it? Ah, uh, well, <laughs> I put the video together. Yeah, you did, yeah. Well, I put the first one together. Yeah. You pair, you pair I'm you had that much data <laughs> on your phone. <laughs> I'll tell you what happened, right? I've been nominated, right, obviously to do it, from a West Ham fan. Um, and I went, yeah, of course I'll do it. It's for a great cause and all that. You know, I don't know if you've seen little Isla Kate and little West Ham fans here. You know, it's to raise money. It's been going on for, I don't know, a few months now. And, you know, raising money, doing all sorts of different things to to get the money together. And I said, yeah, of course I'll do it. And then I thought, I'll do it on my first one when I go out. And then when I got out, I said, oh, it's not right. It doesn't feel right. So I had a couple first. And I should have made it easier, really, shouldn't I? Yeah. But because I did it from a bottle, when you're chugging the bottle, I don't even know why I'm trying to explain myself to you. Because I've been drinking Real a lot sore. longer than you two, and I was actually the man who taught you how to drink. You've so, been drinking a lot longer, but you've six. had less beers. <laughs> yeah. You're still on your sixth. <laughs> anyway, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> oh, what a that was. So I'd done it. And I thought it was a decent video. Not bad, not your regular, but not bad. And then I went to, went to bed that night and then I realised that the tweet I'd sent out, because I had to do it for you, didn't I? Yeah. I couldn't do it from my phone because the, the video was too long. Yeah. And I didn't I couldn't get <laughs> it into my computer. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Now I think about it. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> well, the video was too long, so I couldn't do it through my phone. And I couldn't sort my computer out. I've been doing my head in, so saying, some, I think somebody's got into it. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But, so, <laughs> I go to sleep because I was playing golf. I was getting up at half six to go and play golf in the morning, on Sunday morning. And I just jumped up at like three o'clock in the morning. I thought, shit. I didn't, <laughs> didn't explain why I did it what it was for so it just said nominate four people yeah and i'm thinking oh i'm gonna wake up to maybe i'm on the news in england taking the piss out of everybody being stuck <laughs> in and i was just doing it just to be in the pub and drink beer yeah so something in my subconscious when i was asleep woke me up and that's when i had to retweet it again yeah at three o'clock in the morning well i, I probably looked it looked bad, you know? I probably should have asked, and I, and I thought I did ask. I said, what do you want me to say? And you said nothing. I did tell you what to say. I told you what to say, but I forgot to hashtag um, Isla's fight. Yeah. Or to put in down a pint for Isla. Yeah. I, I just forgot. <laughs> and then I had to retweet at 3 o'clock in the morning because I was worried <laughs> that I was going to be out there in England I'm taking the piss out of the UK. Yeah, being in a pub by the water, necking a beer in one. <laughs> yeah, over a long period of time, threatening to threaten to threatening to sink a sea do. Oh, he was doing me head in, mate. <laughs> what a knobhead he was. He was doing me head in. Yeah, he was just coming by really slow, revving it up, revving it up. Yeah, I ended up shouting him at one, at one point, shouting at him. He's putting you off. Well, he was. He was. He obviously didn't know what he was doing. He was. He was just being noisy. He was wanting attention. And yeah, I ended up. I think it was right after I did that pint. Yeah. I lost it. Shout down. <laughs> anyway. So, well, anyway, at least the whole world knows how long it takes for you to chug a beer. Right. And it seems like you've challenged us. So when you come up... Um, oh, mate. I'm drinking it's under the table. You know that for a fact. So next next episode we do where you're up here, which will be 
Not the next one, but I think the one after when you're up. 20 points in, we'll do. We'll do an, a special episode, 20 points in. And, and it'll uh, just be me on my own. You two will be asleep. Next yeah, because yeah, it'll be the yeah, next day week. and you'll yeah. still be finishing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a, a really nice video. And I, I, you know, I didn't want to undermine that by, by making the funny edit as funny as it was. But it was a really nice video and, um, you know... It, it, it was i think it was good good that you did that even if it did take that long but i, I think it it got more attention yeah. from how long you it took you to drink that beer so so you got more followers more likes and all that than i did from the actual no video. i'm saying the campaign you know the the <laughs> <laughs> right i'm saying hopefully people know it's always like a direct competition yeah, no. <clears throat> your video on my video yeah no 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 i was doing the video it's it's our video isn't it so um anyway the Premier League's back June 17th, right? Days, We've man. been waiting Happy for this days. for yeah. however many months. And it's coming back June 17th. I believe they're just waiting on one final confirmation for it, but they've set the matches for June 17th, that Wednesday. And the first, one of the first, there's two games on that Wednesday. The One of them is Man City Arsenal, my Arsenal club. Arsenal don't want to come back. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do they ever want to come back, though? I mean... No, you know, if you look at if you look at Arteta's record, mate, I think they've only lost six, seven games. I know I'm not happy with them, but then they're not doing the worst, let me tell you that. Yeah. Let me tell you that. And when we sign Coutinho, if <laughs> if all the other twelve teams don't want him, yeah. It might be different. But look, it's Arteta and Pep, isn't it? So there's a bit of interest there. Yeah, I'll, and I I have a lot of respect for Arteta. I, I really like him, obviously. I do and, too, mate. And I, I do like too. I just don't I like how he's he's sort of implementing his own strategy as well. He's not just tried to go out and sort of cookie cutter Pep's philosophy, really. Yeah. You know, um, I think I think his his ideas had a lot to do with Man City's <clears throat> success last season. Yeah. You know, you saw you saw Pep listening to him quite a lot of the time on the bench. You know, I think um, as genius as Pep is, I think he, he you know, just gets tired of talking sometimes. Maybe I mean. I, I think Arteta had a lot of input, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's what I was waiting to see when he did go in, into management on his own. I was waiting to see what philosophies he was he was going to implement into into Arsenal. Obviously, it's not going to be easy ever to copy Man City, is it? No, you need the players and to, first, of and all. to copy Pep, yeah, because he doesn't have the players at his disposal that Pep does. Yeah, you it would have I mean? it would have been nice if Arteta took over maybe two, three years ago when they had the whole. You had Ozil, Ramsey, Wilshire, and you had Giroud up front. All people that could play, you know, yeah. one-touch football, and he could actually like implement. <coughs> Con, can you can, Con, can you move that microphone thing up? Because I can still see some of your face. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I'm trying to say is it's in the way. You need to move it down. So, so the complete opposite. Yeah, the complete Just opposite. Just move this, dude. Don't don't move the mic. Australia, there. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's that's it. That's better. Yeah. one. I think, um, I think, um, yeah. I mean, I mean, look. I, I think Arsenal will give them a chance to rebuild, though. You know, I think Arsenal will give them a chance to to get the players in. I think they have to because what they're sitting ninth right now on the table. That's not where Arsenal want to be. You know. No, but he hasn't done bad though. No, not at he's, all. He's, he's coming to a squad that was left by Unai Emery and or, or whoever it is that buys the players, which we don't know anymore. Yeah. I think they're all. I think they're all bought online these days, yeah. mate. <laughs> It's Russian all order. going to turn into FIFA. You know, like when, when Formula One, because we stopped it all, and they could still race each other on, on the oh, Xbox yeah, yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. I think football will eventually just be played like on virtually. The Xbox. Yeah. yeah. I think so, because look, look, that's the way it's gone anyway, isn't it? Because people get bought by their stats. So, yeah. I mean, looking at Arsenal, that's why Granit Xhaka goes into the left-back position, gives it to someone else, and ask them to do the, the the harder thing because his passing accuracy yeah builds up when he hasn't given the ball away. Well, yeah, but then he's, I think, then he's back there arguing with Ozil. He's like, get out my spot, you know? Like, okay. I, I'm the left back. Like, they're both in the same bunker. Yeah. Right? See, that's the thing with... Uh, that's why I had such high hopes for VAR and stuff like implemented like that because... Like you just said, people are based off their stats and not everyone has... It's internet football now. Exactly. It's, it's, internet it's, football. it's the same thing with 
It's same thing with tackles. He makes this money interceptions. Exactly. This money exactly. crosses. It's same thing with any Bullshit. anything, any sport, music, whatever. It's people don't have enough time to listen to everything, so they just uh, they don't do their research. They look what's right in front of them and they use that as fact. And well, they I, go, "Oh, Sergio Busquets is one of the best midfielders ever." Yeah, because of his stats. Jack is doing well because of his stats. It's like fuck. Off. I think no, we're just not, we're know? just fascinated with data now, aren't we? I mean, fair like, enough. Yeah, like, look with the at heart monitors and yeah. I mean, how look much they run look back game. at like World War Two. You know, to compare football to 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 a battle to a war in World War Two, they didn't have all this big data, and there was still success there, and there was still you know no strategies implemented without this data. So it has changed now that we've got this technology coming in, and I think ultimately like maybe a century down the line that'll just be maybe it will just be virtual maybe it'll be robots out I don't there think we'll be ever virtual, but. I, I mean i just i just <laughs> think i think at the pace it's going i think we will step back eventually and and maybe this let's go back go back to Sabutio. yeah exactly yeah i think um I don't, I don't know i mean not in our lifetime but the sport's changing because the world is changing you know and i think well, it uh, could change for the better yeah, but it's going to take a few wrong turns first, I think. Yeah, which I, I'm, I'm willing. That's that's how I feel about VAR. I'm, I'm fine sitting here and have all, having all the cock-ups that it's doing because it will have us learn from our mistakes. You know, we can only do so wrong before, like you just said, you can only make what three wrong turns before you make a right turn or whatever, <clears throat> uh, three left turns or whatever. I mean, I didn't saying. say that. <laughs> no, I know, but that, that's it's the same. It's the same. It's three same, wrong turns make a right. <laughs> no, it's a, a, three left turns make a right. Yeah, turn. It's, it's same, essentially the same thing. It's essentially the same thing. I'm saying we, we can only mess yeah, yeah. up so much until we finally. Cause, as long as we're learning from it, exactly. Because it, it came in, and it was a big thing. Goal line technology was a huge thing, and now it's like yeah. it was the same thing with hockey. You know, like that. It's like as soon as yeah, it passes yeah. the goal, and then now it's like that's the norm. Yeah, for but us. There's, there's we used to have a guy you know? in the Champions League stand at the edge of the goal. With I think a, we with still do. I'm pretty sure we still do. I don't think they're using goal line technology in Champions League. I don't think. Been. I don't think they're they using it this season. Been. I don't they, think so. Of course they have. Those, those people have fucked off for like at least two years. I don't think so, dude. Yeah. I don't think so. I, I swear on my life. I think we're still using the fifth or sixth or whatever official on the goal line. No. Look it up. No, it's got to be on the ref's watch. It's got to be that. It's it it is. Be. I yeah. don't have think so. It, okay, it was either... Okay, then last season we definitely had no, the no, goal no, line. No, no I'm been telling you. two or three years. I'm going to look it up and, and we'll we'll figure it out later. But yeah, the research is... I, 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 I honestly I'm think I'm telling you, UEFA was so staunchly against that technology. Yeah. I mean, they were... I'm. I'm telling you. I, th- for, I mean, there's no use arguing about it when we can just look it up. But I. I. I truly think if not, if it, if they're still not using it, they were using it last season. No. All right. Well, we'll look it up anyway. All I don't right, think move on, the move on. either. Yeah. Move on. But, uh, so, everybody, by the way, quality share. Thank you. Well, I remember it well. Yeah. And I never got to keep that one. No. No. Back in the day, we couldn't afford it. Yeah. Man City couldn't afford to have spare shirts. Your wages couldn't. You couldn't go down to the shop and buy one yourself. Well, no, you're not the original. The yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. It's the, uh, the original, you know. The Man United, the the five one demolition derby shirt, isn't it? That's what it was, Sonia. Yeah, um, you wore number four that season. Yeah, yeah. And then Peter Reed took the shirt when I left. Yeah. So did he Peter probably? Reed. He probably kept that shirt. Yeah, he probably got it at the end of the season. Yeah, at the end of the season we could have took it, but because I moved in December, I think it was, mm-hmm. didn't get to keep the shirt. It's weird when you think about it now, though, isn't it? Yeah. That there couldn't have been another shirt. Made yeah, I know. I mean, because now how many shirts do they get? They get a new shirt every game, two new no shirts. Clue, it's it's something no ridiculous. They don't have the same value on them, though. I'll tell no, you that. not at all. Unless it's Messi's. One of Messi's I millions. Mean, it's, it's still yeah. to, I mean, who was that in the World Cup? I completely forgot. I think some um, Middle Eastern team in the World Cup. Oh, yeah. Um, they, had to, they, they had to go and buy their shirts. That's why all the players had different uh, like styles of fun on the back. I, I, yeah. For the life of me, I cannot remember. I'm gonna say I don't want to even say the wrong country because I'm gonna sound like an idiot. You know? Yeah, you know, if I this remember was professional. If this was professional, we'd have a script. Yeah, but if, if it, it was professional, we'd have a script. <laughs> yeah, but if it, if it was professional, we'd be on Sky Sports or or one of those networks, and we're not. Oh, we were sitting here drinking beers, just minutes, talking yeah. shit. Five so. points in on Sky Sports. Oh, yeah, I you know what? we just we guess our stats. We don't we don't go by big data. I, we just I, guess them. <laughs> I, I don't. Uh, never mind. I was going to bring up something so, ridiculous. Going. So uh, that's okay. No. I, <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I was just going to bring up, you said Sky Sports, and I saw something earlier about... Um, We're advertising everybody else on here, fellas. I think they know who Sky Sports are. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I no, didn't want to... And plus, they're paying us a million dollars to yeah, plug right. them, so... We, there was two ex-footballers, I didn't want to call them out or anything, talking about... And, um, <clears throat> there was just this discussion about uh, who would you rather have, Marnie and Sterling, okay. and... They did. You could tell. Yeah. I'm not gonna call out oh. who they are. Not that they fucking listen to this or anything. But yeah. and then they gave that all. Oh, that's a difficult decision right there. And it's kind of yeah. You know, it's it's one of those that. So that's why I didn't want to even bring it up because we're not even gonna talk about it. Yeah, I, I don't think we need to get yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, go on. Yeah, no, you're the one I came back to. One uh, one question I have for you, Dad, is Man City Arsenal, and this might upset Man City fans, <clears throat> but. Who who do you go with? Like truly deep down, with the positions they're in, or maybe just in general. The, I go with the footballing team. Yeah, Man City. Because because well yeah because at the end of the day I'm a football fan. Yeah. You know you you have a an allegiance to the team that I grew up supporting, which was Arsenal. I didn't I didn't get to many games. I didn't get to any games at the old Highbury until. I went and played there. So, I, I, as a supporter in that sense, I'm not your real football fan in that sense. Yeah. But I'm loyal because I stick with the team that I supported since I was six years old. So, I'm still an Arsenal fan. But the love you have for the teams that you play for is different. So, being the fan, just your fan, this is your hometown team, you stick with it for life. Because I was a player and moved about... There's a different love that you have for the teams that you play for, which is why I think we laughed on the first podcast that we did that I said I support Carlisle, Everton, yeah. Bournemouth, Man yeah. City, because you do. You have this love and this, this these memories, which is different to being a fan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, just, just to elaborate a little further, to, to, to actually have played alongside one of my heroes from the team I supported as a as a child was something that you can't replace. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just Liam Brady to 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 be alongside him in a in a couple of games before he retired for West Ham meant more to me than than anything. Really, yeah. you know? It's I mean fun- you know, you know, I've been asked I think Russ's I think is it was Russ has messaged you a couple of times yeah. to do my to do my West Ham eleven. Yeah, and I've told him I'll do it Monday, but I won't pick an eleven. Would, I'm would probably going to ruin, probably going to ruin his podcast by not doing it. But <laughs> would you put would you put Brady in there? Just well, I only played like seven or eight games. So is it is it the best players you played with, or is it the players you played longer with? Or you I, know, I, I think yeah, I think at that point you got to the the prime West Ham game. You know, you can't be like. Well, he wasn't at his prime, was he? When he uh, played my West point, Ham, he had my his prime point, at Arsenal, yeah, so. my point exactly. Yeah. So, but I mean, I mean, you know, I, look, I'm I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the the podcast on Monday, and it'll be different. Yeah, it's just the way it is, you know. I mean, it, I I couldn't look. It, let's let's say I was going to go two places up front: Clive Allen, Frank McAvenny, Tony Cotty, Trevor Morley. Yeah. How do you pay? And that's not all of them: Johnny Arton, Paul Kitson. Yeah, you know, just, but now you're backing you backing yourself into a hole again because you're gonna miss that one. You just, did, make, just, just make actually a, make an eleven of each this, position. This brings up a good point because you were asked when we were on the the um, the Manchester's Blue podcast the other week. You yeah. were asked your five who, you, who your five five teammates you would pick as your drinking, drinking. team, and you drinking. you drinking team, and you said afterwards as soon as we got off, you said. I've I missed miss out Kev one Orlock. of the best ones. I miss Kev Orlock, yeah, yeah, I miss Kev Orlock, and I shouldn't have. And and I felt bad, and that's even a, just a five drinking team. Yeah, five. <laughs> so or imagine, imagine what I'm going to be like picking an eleven. You know, mm. of, as players. I mean, look, the problem I have to the other players who've already done it. I was there longer. Yeah, I was there amongst more players. You know, if I'd have just been there two years or something like that, I probably could have easily picked an eleven. Yeah, but the the players um, that came and went. Yeah, the players. So many players came and went. And little Marcy, look, I'm, you know, I'm yeah, what yeah. well, good friends I am with with Mike, and and what a superb footballer. But 
could, could he be in there before Johnny Monks or Martin Allen or Butts or, you know, Georgie Paris or who was, who spent 12 years at the club, you know? Well, I think, yeah, yeah I think if it was I an easy... I just don't think it's fair. I just don't think it's fair. It's not, but if it was yeah. an easy question, people wouldn't ask it, you know? I think that's yeah. the whole point. You know, it's meant to yeah. it's meant to to put you in a. It does throw me off as well, but yeah. I, but at least I'm honest and I said no, I'm not doing it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I didn't say no, I'm not doing the podcast. I said no, I'm not. Can't do the eleven. Yeah, it's funny. I don't mind talking about. I don't mind talking about players I played with. Yeah, because you know, look, I, I did talk sport and I did a a Premier League eleven, and I I got to thinking, and even that, you did today's have, Premier League eleven. No, no, for, uh, who I played against. And, and we'd already, in a past podcast, named when we did the Gascoigne thing, who's yeah. better than Gascoigne. Yeah. And then I could think of, I could have I picked three teams, maybe, and still left people out uh, of the players that played against him in my, through the 80s and 90s. This is, this is exactly my point about how the whole Gascoigne thing came about. Yeah, well, you know. I just when when you're talking about your friends, it's a little bit different, you know. Yeah, yeah. You're a little biased. <clears throat> you know what I mean? And it's it, it's awkward. You know, I, I, I played. Look, you play for nine nine years, three hundred something games. Players come and go, and and there's certain players you like for for certain reasons, and others for other reasons. Yeah. Some football, some non-football. Like you, you yeah. know, like you could have had um, a four. I remember. Oh, what's his name? I can't for the life of me remember his name. Someone you played with at Miami Fusion. Um, I know you like playing with Sneaky Pete. Um, yeah, he didn't play enough games. I know, yeah, me, you know? yeah, I know. Because he'd done his crucial ligament, so. I can't for the life of me think of his name, but um, I remember you saying uh, you and him just clicked. Like, he, as, soon as, he, as soon as you got the ball, he just made a run whether you were looking at him or not. And yeah. you, you knew he was going to make a certain type of run. And yeah. it's it's one of those kind of biased situations. Like, uh, are they would they fit in your eleven just because they played with you better, or because they're a better player? You know, he could have not been as good of a player, but played mesh with you better. You know, and yeah, that you're right. Yeah, and, but but you're relating you know. that to my time at West Ham, though. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. I, I yeah, I can't remember the mind if you. Yeah, well, well, look, the thing I had was like I didn't have much time with Frank Frankie Mark. It was like a year, eighteen months, whatever, and. And and he was my best mate away from the away from the field, you know. To the extent where his last game was Nottingham Forest at home, right? Des Walker, Lightning, right? Lightning, and Frank come on at half time. Billy had left him out. It was his last game. We knew he was leaving, and it was his last game. Billy had left him out, and put him on a bench. He come on half time. Des Walker, England centre off. Lightning. I mean, I mean, as as far as the the second centre back in anybody's team sweeping round covering Lightning. Frankie scored a hat trick in the second half. Right during the game, I think we're two 0 up. Um, me and Frank, somebody's got injured, and I've got over and I'm standing by Frank. We've got our arms around each other and talking, and then. Your Uncle Tim and, and Uncle Terry were in the stands, right? Yeah. And after the game, we went in the players' lounge and Tim had said to Terry, oh, sorry, they did somebody in front of them say, look at Bishop and McAvenny. I bet they're talking about where they're going after the game. <laughs> that was the exact thing we were talking about <laughs> on the pitch. While <laughs> someone was down injured, me and Frank are standing there going, where do you think you should go? She go to Southbridge, she go string fellas. They they nailed it on the head, you know. That's funny. Yeah. Perfect. But you see, someone like him and then we've got Trev who we've already had on the show. You know I I have a immense love for. Not a man love. Yeah. But I have a love not for an, you know? a man's love, an immense love. An immense yeah. not a man's love. <laughs> but you know that anyway, don't you? Yeah. Look. And, and I, I was thinking about it after he left. I wasn't thinking about him. But I think I can't, because of the incident and because of the shit we went through, I think I care for him more as a friend because I wanted him to be okay. And you went and through I it together? To, yeah. Well, we didn't. But I, I, I wanted to... 
I didn't think he was. I didn't think he was strong enough to deal with it. To be fair, to deal with the shit we were getting. But I, I think we became closer because I sort of, although he's older than me, I became the one that dealt with it better. Yeah, it helps when you're not the one who's stabbed as well. <laughs> but yeah, but somebody actually put on Twitter, didn't he? Somebody tweeted me and went, oh, do you remember me from back in the day at West Ham? My nickname was Daggers. And I mean, funny enough, that's what I used to call oh, Seth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get any class. likes for it, though. I didn't no. get any likes for it. So my comedy is only liked by me. Yeah. Maybe, mean, maybe, you should, with uh, maybe you should repeat yourself because you said that last episode as well. <laughs> Sorry? Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> But how do you do that and then have Tony Cotty, somebody yeah. that you know, as soon as you had time on the ball or or he trusted you enough to know that you were going to turn it round the corner or put it in behind. Or, exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? And then you know he would go and finish because when you're not a goal scorer, have we said this before, when you're a creative midfield player, so to speak, you only notice when people put the chances away that you create. Yeah. yeah. Because if they miss them, people forget your pass. Well, you know what? Unless it's Kevin De Bruyne, you know what and you we've had. A... Yeah, we've had this conversation actually about De Bruyne not being recognised for the passes he makes because they're not goals and they don't count as oh. goals unless they're an assist. But yeah, can, but we, so, can we go back to me though? Some of yeah, his, some of his well, assists. Well, we're, we're now now we're almost comparing you to De Bruyne, so you should soak it up and run with it. I don't mind finishing second out of two there, mate. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'll finish second best out of them. I don't mind. Yeah. I, I was going anyway. To that. Anyway, that's look. Yeah. We've plugged uh, Russ's podcast. Yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. We uh, what I was going to say though, it's funny how it lined up with you playing with Liam Brady because that wasn't his original club, was it? It was Arsenal. Yeah, or, Arsenal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he hadn't played for West Ham before that, and you were from up north. You were from Liverpool, supporting Arsenal, which is so. It's just a funny coincidence that. You know, you 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 linked up in you know East London at West Ham and, and got to play with them. So it's it's just funny you how know, it works you know out. I, you know what I found out, mate? Uh, I spoke to somebody, and I was talking about the first ever game I went to. My brother Howard took me to, and I thought I was about I thought I was about nine years old. Yeah, it was it was Bill Shankly's testimonial, right? And it was nineteen seventy, I think. Right. Yeah. And I Googled the uh, the team sheet of Liverpool against like an international 11. And Liam Brady's name was on the team sheet. And I was thinking I was about nine years old because me and, me and your uncle Mike was in the boys' pen uh, in, the, in the cop. What was yeah, that? That math doesn't add no, up. No, what I'm saying, I, I was only four years old. Yeah. Six. It was. No. No, no. I was born Five. in 65. That was 1970. But it was before May. It was April 1970. Yeah. So I was still four years old. And I'm thinking nine years old. Getting passed down in the, yeah. in the cop over people's heads from the boys' pen <laughs> to sit on my brother's shoulders and watch Bill Shankly's testimonial. So I must have been just before my fifth birthday. Yeah. And Liam Brady did play? I, don't, I, I honestly don't know if he did, mate. But no. I know he was on... When I Googled it... His name was on the team sheet. Now, he must have been about 17, 18. Yeah. 17, 18. But I'm sure he made his Arsenal debut when he was yeah. when he was around about that age anyway, you know? Yeah. What? When When was the first time you played Arsenal, like, ever? And was it home? Oh. Was it away? And do you remember it? Like, do you, was Yeah, there... hybrid. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. It what? was hybrid. I, I know because my dad lived in London for 17 years. Yeah. Grand, granddad Bob lived in London for 17 years. Did he? Yeah. yeah, and he was an Arsenal fan, yeah. I didn't know that. And he stood at the big clock end. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll never forget. Obviously, growing up being an Arsenal fan, he would, he would tell me about it, you know. Yeah. It was his time in London because you know, Uncle Terry and John are from Hackney, you know? Yeah. So from from Granddad Bob's first marriage, it was. Second marriage, maybe. But it, it, was, it wasn't... I wasn't an Arsenal fan because of that. I found out after that. Yeah, that my dad because when I talk about Arsenal, he would say, "Yeah, I used to stand at the clock end, and now the clock's at the new stadium, isn't it, the Emirates?" Yeah. So. yeah. But I just remember being there. I remember 
having this lovely feeling about the place, you know. And I actually won there three years on the spin. Who were you? West Ham. You were playing for West, West Ham, Ham the first time you went there? No, I played with Man City, sorry, the first time I went there. Yeah. Destroyed. You got destroyed? I, well, the team got destroyed. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen a picture of the yellow kit. It was the one and only day we won the, wore a yellow kit. I know the kit, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll tweet it out. Yeah, I know yeah. people have got it. But I have a nice picture where me and Dave Rocastle are on the same picture. Yeah. And he was an absolute legend, mate. Yeah, send me the picture and we'll get it out. I will do, mate, yeah. I mean, we're, we're not obviously standing together. We're not both on the same picture. Yeah. But um, the kit didn't last long. No. <laughs> obviously don't have that jersey. Yeah. <laughs> I think people are still looking for it now. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, not only that, there was an Icelandic player who played for him that broke my nose. Really? He broke my nose. I had two stitches under my eye as well. Jesus. And we lost 4-0. Oh. And Michael Thomas, who went on to play for Liverpool, battered me that day. Really, absolutely battered me. Yeah. Do you did, don't mind? I don't mind being honest. Yeah. <laughs> did you go into that game like thinking, "Oh, this is Arsenal. This is my team I'm playing against," or was it just another? another... Yeah, but don't forget, don't forget, I'd made me debut that season at Anfield. Yeah. Wear a nut shirt. Wear a nut shirt that you've got on. Yeah. So it wasn't as intimidating as I thought it might be when it came up. Yeah, it was just a nice fuzzy feeling in my belly, you know. Yeah, and it was a different time when when I did go to Ivory, and it's well documented. My hero was Charlie George. So, from that '71 Cup final when I became an Arsenal fan. Yeah, and me me and Johnny Monks were were injured, and we decided we were going to have a couple of scoops before the game, and we went into uh, one of the lounges, and Charlie was there, being an ambassador in the lounge, and Monks went, "Do you know what that is over there?" I went. Oh shit! It's Charlie George, and I, I felt like that little child. You know, it was like I got this feeling in me belly. I went because it'd been documented in the shoot and the match magazine or whatever. Yeah, you know, I'd always said he was my hero and whatever. I don't know if he ever knew, but uh, Monks went, "Go and say hello." I went, "Yeah, okay, I will." But mm. and then obviously I I bottled it a little bit, and then when he decided I was going to go, he'd gone. Yeah, so I never got to meet him. Which that, I regret. Is that quick? Well, yeah. He was still faster than me. Yeah. Yeah. It's not saying much, though. Wait, with a pint or... <laughs> not, with a with, not with a bud. Yeah, you just had to finish your beer before you went over to him. And... Yeah. That's what it was. You could have been sharper. <laughs> it's okay. I thought no, we were then, to... then, like I said, with West Ham, we won three years on a the spin there, which was... And they were a good team at the time. Yeah. It was great playing at Ivy. I'd one of them pitches that kept in the middle, you know? Yeah. If you stood one side yeah. and somebody stood the other, you could only see half of them, you know? Yeah. Goodison was the same when I, you know, played yeah. there when I was made my debut. Yeah. Show that to the flat earthers. <laughs> um, so, so when you watch City and Arsenal, though, deep down, like with this game coming up, though, is it really just about football or is it like like is there something like picture it now city score or arsenal score what is it like i'm i'm more i'm more city yeah i'll be honest with you i'm more city because i have a different love it's a different love yeah. you know arsenal for me you're not competing if things were if things are closer i don't i don't feel like an arsenal fan i'll tell you the truth mm. i really I, there's a disappointment there I'll always stand by them, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'll always hold my hands up and say I'm an Arsenal fan. But there's a disappointment right now. The fact that they they don't compete anymore. It's like being an also run. And and my love for the teams that I play for outweighs mm-hmm. you know, outweighs my desire for my team I support. Yeah. But to to do well. I'm I'm more disappointed with with the way the team's demised uh, and not really found the answer and picked up. Yeah. So I'd rather not moan about them all the time. I don't believe they have the, the right personnel out there. I think they've got the nucleus of something that could be okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, yeah, if they were winning, would I love them? It still wouldn't change my love for West Ham and Man City right. and, and Bournemouth and Carlisle. It wouldn't, and Everton even, you know, you you know, I, I think I tend to skip Everton a little yeah. bit because because it was my learning stage. It was my it was my apprenticeship and schoolboy apprenticeship. You know, going back to 
I'd get the bus outside Nan's house and, and it would take me 10 minutes yeah. to get to the training ground. So I'd get the bus to train and it wasn't, oh, my dad's going to take me and all this. I got on with it by myself, you know? Yeah. But it was jump on a bus, get off, go and do my jobs. Imagine wake, uh, getting in there and, and every morning I went in, I had 13 pairs of boots to clean. In, in my first year, I was I was on one of the first team rooms boots, and imagine like the way it is now. Back then, it was like somebody would would have Adidas contract, but wouldn't like the Adidas boots, so they'd have Puma boots, and I'd have to tip, tear the stripe off the Puma boots or draw them in black. Oh, really? And then and then paint three Adidas stripes <laughs> on them. Honestly, that's exactly what it was like. Yeah. And and when the was shirts it- when the num. <laughs> Was it was it was that or is, or is that just a Scouse Adidas boot? Yeah. <laughs> and when the numbers were peeling off the shirts, like behind you, yeah, we'd have to use tape and tape them back on. Yeah. So when they were going on the telly or whatever, you know. Do you yeah. feel? Do you feel? Um, sorry, that's not. I want to start that sentence. Do you feel like um, uh, you you would actually still have Arsenal? as your number one if Man City weren't doing as well within the last decade or so? Like, if Arsenal's, just... Arsenal's the team of support. No, right? I know, I know. But, like, let's say, like, I mean, you've got so many teams that, like, you appreciate. And I, I'm the same. I mean, obviously not that I played for them, but I, I appreciate good football and I would rather watch good football over anything. But do you, uh, like, yeah, like I, I just said. I had you... my time at Arsenal, mate. We had the Invincibles, didn't we? So Yeah, of course. So yeah. I was still loving that, loving them. But they played for that, the football That was two back decades, then, yeah. When when Wrighty was there and, and Merce and Tony Adams and, and Stevie Bold and Lee Dixon and Winterburn, Seaman, you know, and then he went through with Vieira and Petit and, and Henri. And Bergkamp. Bergkamp, mate. Look, look. I had my my moments oh, with, yeah. but but if you think when you you come to appreciate them type of players, and then what we've got today, Ezil doesn't give a shit. Shaka, dog shit. Aubameyang, no. Aubameyang no, no, could, I don't could mind have like fit. A... Aubameyang could have fit in that. Yeah, but he can only do so much with with what he's got. Yeah, right, but, but, that, what but I'm that's saying, what I'm they've saying. They've got the nucleus now. They've got the nucleus now. I mean, look, I, I can't even go mere to Saka. What? What was he? Mate to Saka. Oh, oh, okay. Was he, was he a footballer? <laughs> a World Cup winner? Yeah. Was he a footballer? Mate, I've remember seen... When, milk... when he scored against England? Yeah. For Germany? I've seen Milk turn faster. And he was, uh, <laughs> he was captain then? I just... I just It started to go downhill like that yeah. from then. And they've never found a back four again. I mean, I, I always loved, the... I always loved Kishelny. I thought he was always one of the top. Oh, Kishelny was the last was the last yeah. decent centre half they had. Yeah. He yeah. left. Kishelny. He left on a bit of a, a sour, sour note, note yeah. did, with them, didn't yeah, he? He did. Yeah, that was a bit weird. Yeah, went but, to Bordeaux. But, but he, yeah, you don't know what happens behind scenes. Yeah, when, when you got someone like that, who's a vice captain underneath someone like Mertesacker. Yeah, yeah. And then your star player is Özil, who doesn't care. Well, didn't he? He went through something with France as well, though, didn't he? At the Every, same time, all the French players went through something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Nazari. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. So anyway, hey, let's we talk about West Ham. Yeah. Let's talk about West Ham. Well, what? That's what I was going to say. Don't be talking off about the Amers. I know. That's what I was going to say. So here's a good thing. Here's a good sort of answer to your question right does he if City weren't doing as well or if Arsenal were doing better would he feel the same so West Ham look at them they've they, they're they a you know top 10 team you know and I, and I love West Ham as I well can't that, I can't believe they're in a position they're in right but yeah exactly you don't you you feel I'm sure from from how I know you've reacted you feel more how do I put this? Like Arsenal are dropping, and it's sort of like okay, Arsenal are dropping, West Ham are dropping a bit, and it's like shit. Like West Ham no, need I to still, get back. I still no look. I still have the love for West Ham that I have for Man City. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm I saying. It. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether it's up there or down there. The teams you played for. Yeah. And especially, mate. Look, I had nine years. It's three hundred games. I only had hundred and twenty or so for Man City. Yeah. And it and it was. It just just to sit back and, and, and look back on it when I think I had times with West Ham 
But even the relegation years was still good for me. It was still, I still wouldn't, I said I would change, I wouldn't get relegated, but yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't swap being in that fight with that bunch of players because it does something for you, I think, as, as human beings. Yeah. To actually, to, yeah, to actually be in that scrap every week. Don't forget, you, you turn up on a Saturday, you have to go out in front of your own fans who you've disappointed anyway because you're down there. So every result for them, which, which goes on to the fact that they are supporters. So this is them like you are City, like you are Chelsea, like, like I am Arsenal. Yeah. That's us and who we support. It's different when you play. So, so they are support. This is their everything. Yeah. It's their escape from work. It's their everything. Their religion. They're yeah. everything, right? It's what they live for. So when you know you're out there and you're failing them people, especially when you you mix amongst them during the season, and and you are you, I mean that was the biggest thing for me was I wanted supporters to know that I was just another person. Mm-hmm. I was every bit the same as them, you know. I supported a team yeah. when I'm playing for this team, but I love this team like you love this team. Um. When I fail, you get upset. Mm-hmm. So it was on my shoulders, it, you know. And and there's a responsibility that you feel that's different to being just a regular supporter. Yeah, you know, I'm disappointing so many people, and I did feel like that some games, and some seasons, in fact. But but my thing was the people in the dressing room and and my teammates. You didn't mean to be bad. You didn't mean to fail. You didn't mean to fall down. West Ham fans, like Man City fans, and I don't think you would get that many other places, yeah. understood that if you gave your maximum effort, they would accept whatever happened, what the consequences yeah. were. Yeah, I mean, I, go on. Sorry. No, mate, it's, it, what I'm saying is the two clubs are so similar until the breakaway, mm-hmm. until City yeah. pushed on a little bit, yeah. I, I couldn't have. I couldn't have picked. If I did pick, I couldn't have picked two clubs so similar, with their staunch support, and the shit that they'd both been through mm-hmm. for all them years, but still came, and still followed, and was still loyal. Well, it's, you know? it's funny, isn't it? You see a lot of even modern-day players going from one to the other. For West Ham and Man City, there's quite a lot of links. You know, Zabaleta, mm. Joe Hart, Tevez. Um, no. Keep going back, Stevie Lomas, Kevin Orlock. Yeah. Yeah, Lomas. Trevor. Myself. We were talking about this the other day. You yeah. Joe Hart, yeah. Joe Hart, yeah. yeah. Um, Trevor Sinclair. Yeah. Sinclair, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I but, mean, but, but I know. I, I know. Nazri. It is a... Nasri, I know yeah. be- Nasri, I, I know because of that, there's a link between the clubs. Right. I know they the, understand. Supporters, yeah. the supporters appreciate each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I and think, I know I there's think, a link. Yeah, they they just uh, I think they just support football first and foremost. Like the when we like we were at Upton Park and um the Etihad and when we were mixing in with the fans, I'm like I wasn't outside the ground, I wasn't comfortable enough telling people like when we were having a drink, because obviously people recognize you the closer we get to the stadium, and you know, like the you get like you didn't want to say you was my son. No, no, no. You get. You, <laughs> I mean, no, no. People recognize for some reason, like me and Jordan, like which I think is. Weird. They got the same nose, come. No, definitely not. But um, <laughs> and you you'll get like hounded by like like fifteen people, and there'll be some people like talking to me and Jordan, just like I'm gonna lovely chat about football, like <clears throat> diehard West Ham fans, diehard Man City fans. I have no problem telling uh, those two groups of people that I'm a Chelsea fan. You know, they always ask me like, "Oh, so which?" Who do <laughs> but you'll have a problem telling them you're my son. Yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's fan, where he draws that, the yeah, line. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but they they're like, "Oh, I, I, I mean, they're normally first question is why," and then I end up we end up talking about football. I tell them why, why I got into them, and they're like, "That's uh, I appreciate that." You know that that's. It's not like I started supporting them when they had money, you know. Like it, it's like they respect good, like a, a good supporter, you know. Like that's what they care yeah. about, you know. But you know what? I have a link to Chelsea, though, Connor. I didn't, I didn't realize all the time with both clubs because 
my last ever game for West Ham was a 2-1 win at home against Chelsea. Yeah. And I didn't realise we've done this, and obviously I know you're a Chelsea fan, but I'd sort of forgotten. You know, it was it was something that pained me I at mean, the time. I, I, wasn't, pained I, you? I wasn't born when you were still at West you had, Ham. You so. had a hand in both goals as well, didn't Wait, you? Wait, it pained did I, I don't you know. You did, Wait, yeah. Being Chelsea pained you, or, or me growing up a Chelsea supporter pained no, you? No, it, it, it pained me that it was my last game. Oh. And I didn't know it was my last game. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. You, you know, know what I mean? I yeah. I was getting I this never, on then. <laughs> no. No, I didn't know it was my last game. It's yeah. sort of the move to Man City came up after the game. Now, yeah, I remember. Yeah, that season, I've been on the bench 23 times and only got on the field three times. So I was, wasn't happy with Ari. You know, we were, we were having fallouts because I thought I should have been playing. And that I actually started that game, and maybe if I'd have stayed, I may have started the next one and the one after, and things may have been different. But I wouldn't have got to go to back to City and, and, and do the Wembley thing and and yeah, create something for that club. So I, I don't regret it, but what I do regret is I never got to say goodbye to the fans. Yeah, I never even took my own boots. To Man City, I drove away in the in the night down to Port Vale to to meet Joe Royal and chat with him about signing. Once I got the phone call, uh, it was Man City. Yeah, and and you know I had a, another one year contract on the table for me testimonial, which would have would have seen me to ten years. Who was to know what would have happened if I stayed? Yeah, I just I just. It was tainted in a way because Harry had sort of said, well, you know, we'll give you the year, but don't have any functions. Yeah. I in mean, other words, don't make any money. Look, but- it, it was, it was, you know, and, and we, don't, we don't praise you much on this podcast. That's not what we're about. I, I think we praise you too much. <laughs> to be fair. You but are just, in the past, yeah. <laughs> we need you like a, an explicit content coming up. Um, I think it was the right move, though, because you wanted to play football, and I think that's the pure footballer inside you. And also, you're a little bit of a rebel sometimes, you know. So you were like, you know, any way, any way you could give the two fingers to somebody, not not the club, of course, but just somebody who's not letting you do what you want to do. You wanted to play football, and you know. But at the same time, I understand he's a manager; he's got a job to do. Exactly. Make. Yeah. I have the same thing with Howard Kendall. I understand and respect and love Howard Kendall. Yeah, Man City fans yeah, don't love him because he sold me from Man yeah, City. Yeah, you always said how you would go down and play football rather than just sit on the bench. You would go. You of would, course. You would drop a league. Um, I dropped two. N- yeah, end, exactly. It doesn't matter who you what, how much loyalty loyalty you have to the club. If if the manager doesn't like you, he's the one in charge. You would rather drop a league but, or two but, to go. Yeah, play. but you, but you know what I have, Con. I'll be honest with you. You know, I, I there's not many trophies in my cabinet. There's not We've many England it, caps. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't know you had but, a cabinet. <laughs> that fuss is a bit too big for you, son. Okay, uh, see if you can down that in one. I still down it quicker than your twelve ounce bottle. <laughs> Yeah, really. We'll we'll see about that. We'll do it live, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we will. We will. Yeah, sorry. we will. We are talking about this. Weeks. I'm sorry, I interrupted a a, 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 a nice a nice oh, moment. I forgot now. There's, there's not many this. trophies in your cabinet, but yeah. you did. No, but no, but when when I know I can go back to Everton, yeah, and and people will be nice with me. I know I can go to Carlisle, Bournemouth, Man City, or West Ham, and be treated like a lord. You I know? mean, e- even when we're in, I must have done something right. Even when we're in Liverpool, um, getting a taxi from Canny Canny Farm to town, um, yeah. the, the the taxi driver will be told the first thing he goes, "Hey," because uh, he he kind of recognises our half American accents, and he goes, "Hey, um, they kind of piece it together." Yeah, you, you like football? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, and it finally it hits yeah. about. But they're like so nice. Minutes. It doesn't matter oh, yeah, if they're, they're best people on the planet. Liverpool yeah. or Everton fans. Even. Yeah, just, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. Whether they're Liverpool or Everton fans, yeah. they know you play for Liverpool. I mean, they know you play for Everton, but you're from Liverpool, and they they eventually piece it like 10, 10 minutes before we get into town. They they don't want to drop us off because they yeah. want to ask us more. They're like, "Oh, I had your dad as a car. I collected your dad as a kid." 
Yeah. And it eventually gets to, and we, I mean, obviously from we're the, not from the, from the pub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I collect them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I collected them from the precinct one, the other night. One thing I wanted to, I wanted to come from, from the, from the bingo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Grafton. The Grafton. Yeah. One thing I want, I wanted to go back. I wanted to go back, and you were talking about the fans, the West Ham fans specifically, about how they were there supporting no matter what. I was reading uh, an article on the West Ham website the other day about how the uh, you're in the FA Cup and you lost against Nottingham Forest, Notts County, Forest or County, Forest, Forest, Forest. And um and the fans still ran on the pitch and you lost four four nil I think it was four that was one. the FA Cup semi final mate that was that was my dream shattered yeah and but you that lost was... and the and the fans still ran on the pitch and yeah consulted. but we lost Tony Gale got sent off that yeah, after yeah. twenty minutes yeah yeah and and we battled on we had the post in the first half should have gone one nil up we had the post in the second half should have gone one nil up we end up once we go a goal down we end up chasing it and I'll never forgive everybody who organises that shit. Us, us and Forest, two footballing teams playing at Villa Park on a fucking sandpit. And then you've got Tottenham and Arsenal in the other semi-final. Playing there's at Wembley. Yeah. Oh, Cockneys. <laughs> which is uh, everyone everyone now, which I think... What's wrong is, with Cockneys? What are you, you two, Cockneys? <laughs> I, don't, I don't associate myself with that. Privileged. <laughs> privileged. Uh, I hate our... Let's, every- let's play our one at Wembley. Let them yeah. Northerners go and play on the sand. I hate how everyone in the semi-final now plays at Wembley. I, I feel like Wembley's a final. Yeah, it takes it away. Mate, the yeah. game's the, the cup's gone. If, if you'd have if you'd have been born, maybe ten, fifteen years earlier, mate, and and the FA Cup final was it started at like half seven in the morning, and it was the day everybody, even if your team wasn't in there, yeah. it started for everybody. Yeah. It was the build-up to it, you know, the interviews, the seeing them in the suits. And that was every every boy's dream to walk out of Wembley and lift the cup up. And I was captain that year, you know, and that's what I was thinking about. It was the only thing I was thinking about. And in 20 minutes, a referee, a fella called Keith Ackett, no bad. Find him. Had <laughs> ruined it by sending Gailey off. It was, it was uh, absolute shambles. And this is what I'm saying about even after the defeat, it had been a while, I think 10 years or so, since West Ham had won a trophy. And it was going to be, it was going to be that year, I thought. And, do, you, uh, do you think he, the ref had um, something to play in it? Or do you think he just thought he was the same to the stage? It was just shit. His decision was just shit. Yeah. I was just an idiot. Full stop. It was no, there was nothing. You, you didn't think he was like, I'm the centre centre of attention you know I'm not ref I don't final. know maybe back then back then refs weren't what they are today I mean you knew, you knew to, his name they weren't you? going to gym and yeah. puffing their hair up and all that you yeah. know getting hair plugs Putting, and that. getting a fake getting, tan getting transfers to Saudi Arabia like Mark Clinton yeah, it wasn't, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like that then yeah yeah Google Keith Hackett you'll see him yeah he was like Benny but, Hill but <laughs> <laughs> what was so so what was so now if, 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 around the field though <laughs> Now, if a team dropped out of the semi-final, I don't see the fans running on the pitch. What was the... No, mate, what it was, I think it was, they, they understood with 10 men that we battled. And like I was saying earlier, it wasn't just... It, it, if Even when we got relegated, it was like, if they knew you'd all battled and you'd tried, you'd give you everything. Yeah. You just weren't good enough. They would understand that because they understood football. So, I mean, look, we, we say, look, Liverpool, East End... Newcastle, Glasgow, were the same people, were the same working class people who live and work and breathe football. Yeah. It's the same. You you can go anywhere. You're the best be, fans. Yeah. Yeah, you relate to each other. You miss, you know? Man- you miss Manchester out there. I know, but it, well, yeah, you, it, it was never. It was never. It, area, yeah. it never used to be named. You know, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't named back in the day. It wasn't the same. You know, the northern bit was, was Liverpool, so, mm-hmm. you know, which is where I grew up and, and obviously where where I learned my trade. But um, to, to to get knocked out the way we did and, and shattered this little boy's dream, it was, uh, I still haven't recovered and I don't think I ever will. Yeah. I don't think I ever will. 
it's so close to Wembley, and and like I said back in the day, it was it was every in May it was everybody stopped, the whole country stopped, and I think the whole world stopped for the FA Cup. To tell you the truth, yeah, people in other countries will tell you we watched the FA Cup final, we watched the FA Cup final, and and it was everything, and and to go and see somebody kiss the cup and lift it up at Wembley. I mean, I did get to see Andy Morrison do it in the um, League Two playoff. Yeah. I was right behind him, but it wasn't the same. <laughs> yeah. It was still a great day, though. Yeah. Still a great day. I did eventually get to play at Pro- Wembley. Probably, yeah, but that was probably better in the sense of the momentum it, it provided City, you know? Well, we didn't know then, did we? No, but... We didn't know. Just the day itself and the way it went. Yeah. It didn't matter what it, what it kicked on to. Yeah. Just the thing itself, the way the day was. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, I still look at the pictures now and, and it makes me smile, mate. Like, yeah. you know. I saw something the other day. Someone posted the, a picture of, of, of that day and it was, this is why I'll never leave a football game early, you know. Yeah, there you go. If you did, <laughs> the best the best picture I have of that day is uh, we're all bound down to the fans. Yeah, we're yeah. all in a line, bound down to the fans. Yeah, yeah. you know I've still I've got a, a scarf. Some good horses on that picture. Yeah, <laughs> I've got a scarf and a flag from that day. I actually need to put up. She'll be up there, mate. Yeah, She'll I know. Yeah. I I found a flag as well, but it's it's a little bit moth eaten. Yeah, no, I've got one. I had it up in the in the last place, but and and the uh, scarf, but I'll, yeah, I've got to get those up. Great memories. Um, not that I I remember too much, or we remember too much, because we were young. I mean, we, seven. Uh, but used to make us sit down and watch all the videotapes anyway. So I I always remember yeah, but I remember I remember bits. I remember bits of that day. You know, I, mean, I don't. I remember bits of that day. <laughs> we were in the box. That I remember. I remember. Well, I remember mom. Kanye was only away. four. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was. He off, was only four, yeah. And I was. Yeah, I was six. off at the local pub, um, <laughs> not watching the game. Yeah. Well, yeah. he did the next day after it. I left yeah. his in the pub, didn't I? Yeah. Did you? Then yeah, we, do you not remember? Yeah, we, I, we had I, to I pour pints over. the whole day. I had like nine pints I, that I day. I stayed over. <laughs> we, we went out. We went out with the neighbours, and it was bank holiday because we played on the Sunday. It was bank holiday Monday. Yeah. And I just felt like I was. I should have been there with the boys. I knew Dickie and was not, on the barbecue. Not oh, your yeah, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not well. You were me boy. Yeah, obviously you've always been me boy. Yeah, but, you. you t- I think you. But to share yeah. something with the lads like that, I didn't go home on the team bus, which I think I should have done. Yeah. But the next day, I said, oh, "I've got to get back there," and I jumped in a cab and went to the Houston station. Yeah. And left us in the pub. Yeah. Not just not just you two on your own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually yeah, you, you left actually, us with the weirdo in the corner yeah, this is actually coming back to me now this was in the second half of the dicky episode we did <laughs> in the last in the third or, third or fourth hour of it. it it's now coming back i'm never gonna listen to it yeah i heard us getting drunk in the first part and i, I thought no nah, yeah i'm not gonna listen to the second part and the trev one i, I couldn't even finish the first one yeah <laughs> but, but going back to the west ham fans Jeez. what they did for the whole of the second half even when we were 4-0 down, they sang Billy Bond's Claret and Blue Army. Constant. Like 25,000 to 80,000 West Ham fans in, I think it was the whole 10 at uh, Villa Park, just sang constant for the whole time. Yeah. I've, never, I've never been in a football match where I knew and I was that conscious of what the fans were doing. Yeah. You know, for the whole time. There's a disappointment in you when you're running around. And to be fair, they toyed with us a little bit once we went 2-0 down. We were, we chased it after 1-0 down. And with 10 men on a sand pit, they toyed with us a little bit. Yeah, I'm not saying it, was a, it wasn't a 4-0 game. It wasn't that close. It, it wasn't that much of a... It was closer than that. Yeah. But it looks bad. And, and they stormed onto the pitch and they picked me up and was carrying me off. So speaking of the FA Cup, I think they're still trying to figure out how they're going to finish it off, and obviously we'll we'll keep the updates coming. Not that we're exactly cutting edge with our 
um, <laughs> with our news here, but we'll we'll talk about it when it gets back to it because I'm sure that'll be an interesting one. They've got to fit all those fixtures in with the Premier League. Um, I think the Premier League's aiming to end July 25th, actually. So I think they're going to find. I think they're going to find once they get up and running and things are running smoothly. I think they'll they'll speed it up and whiz through things. You know. Yeah. I, I think I think the initial coming back is going to be the hardest bit. And I thought the German league was going to excite me. And the first couple of games, I wanted to watch it, and it was great. And now I'm like, yeah, oh, I don't give a shit again. It's like back to normal already. I don't. You never feel like that about the Premier League. <clears throat> never. I, I think I've said it in the past. I don't. I don't watch the Spanish league, the French league. Yeah. You know, you you can read bits about Neymar and and. You know uh, what's going on in the Bundesliga, and it, it just doesn't excite me at all. It yeah. doesn't. Uh, I just can't bring myself. I can't lift myself up to be excited about it. I was excited about the Germany because it was the first to come back, and within like two weeks, I'm yeah, I'm bored already. You know, I feel the same way. I mean, I'm you know, one game we're planning on watching at the weekend is Bayern Munich by Leverkusen on Saturday. But even then, it's like, you know... Is Bayern Munich at home? Uh, I think so. See, I don't even know <laughs> if it was the Premier League. Know, Let's see if the stats know. keep working out because they're saying there's only been three home wins in 20 yeah. games or something. Yeah, yeah, that's so, how they're so spinning it. Yeah. trying to say it's because there's no home fans there. Yeah, but it wouldn't and, It wouldn't work out like that. You'd think that it would work out even, wouldn't it, if, if that was the case? But talking about talking about you know the the Premier League, you'd watch any games. I mean, I watch every Premier League game I can. It doesn't matter if City are playing or West Ham are playing or yeah. not. There's a, there's a meaning to every game. Yeah. Why. So so you talk about the we spoke about Man City Arsenal, but we've also got Villa and Sheffield United on the seventeenth as well. Now that that game has big implications for both teams. You've got a team struggling uh, in the relegation, relegation fight, and then you've got a team fighting for Europe. So it I mean, anywhere you go. It had bigger implications when they said they were going to finish the league because yeah. Villa had the game in hand. They could have come out of the bottom three, I think, on goal difference. Yeah, but they're not going to win that game. I don't believe. I don't believe that. That you know, you don't. You don't go the whole season through, and then all of a sudden you think, oh, there's one game because we've got a spare that we would have won that game. No. Yeah, I mean, especially towards the end because. I mean, we were talking about this earlier off camera when we were talking about um, the certain teams that aren't going to be fighting towards the end, where you got your tenth through yeah. what fifteenth, who aren't going to be really going like. Well, isn't Arsenal? Is Arsenal tenth? Arsenal ninth. Yeah, ninth, and they still have a and they spot won't be fighting. Europe. But um, like you said, uh, Villa are trying to get a relegation, but Sheffield United are also trying to get into Europe for what the first time. <clears throat> Ever? Uh, yeah, I don't know the history on that, but um, what well, Wednesday were uh, were bigger than they were. They, they were the big team in Sheffield. Yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty sure this is the first time ever, even if they make Europa League, that first time in Europe. So, well, look, it's the first season back in the top flight. They've done enough anyway. Yeah, but, almost done. But they're still they're yeah. still in with a chance. They can still make Champions League. Yeah, yeah. I it, we'll see. I mean, we if we, they win the game in hand, they're only. Couple of points behind Chelsea, I think. All right, so that's uh, that's the Premier League coming up then. But one funny thing I wanted to bring up too is the Danish league. They're doing drive-in, uh, they're doing drive-in game watches. So in the field next to the stadium, they're doing uh, it, it's it's a it's a drive-up thing up to the screen. And I'm like thinking a drive-in it, movie, yeah. Exactly. So I'm thinking in the Premier League, it it changes the the definition of derby to crash crash card derby. You know, that's a joke <laughs> I prepared for this. <laughs> you mean you yeah. mean demolition derby? Yeah. Demolition derby, yeah. Me and Dad actually yeah. went. In, you um, should know the word demolition derby because yeah, it's an synonymous. No, yeah, I know. Derby. With the <laughs> that's how terrible the joke was. Bad. Dad, remember? I took a run. I was thinking about it in the bathroom. Dad, I took a run demolition derby. Dad, remember? What a knobhead, John. What a knobhead. I know. Remember when we were in uh, Virginia and we we went with those uh, the Belgian guys? Yeah, yeah. 
We did, yeah. And we went and watched one. That's Demolition Derby, yeah. Yeah, we went and watched one, and me and Dad were like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) All right, but you get my point. We thought it was a race, and people started smashing into each other. All right, all right, all right. You get my point, though. Like, like, if they did that in the Premier League... You couldn't. You couldn't have a drive-up screen view of the Premier League well, match. Man, why don't you just say bring all your beers and everything in your in your car? You'd have the firms coming and in and get together, you know. Yeah. All right. But well, the, the Danes, the Danes are more civilized. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Well, I thought it was and funny. They would adhere to the rules, actually. I think. Uh, yeah, that's and that's why they're able to do it. But um, I don't think that would work in the Premier League. So I just I just wanted to touch on that and completely butcher the joke. Anyway, looking forward to football being back. Well, we've got another podcast or two, I think, before then. Um, ho- we'll hopefully get it. We'll not next. We'll have a guest lined up in a, in a couple of weeks. Another <coughs> guest. So um, instead of me, you just so you don't have to hear me spot the shit. Yeah, someone time. who doesn't drink friggin' Smirnoff ice out of off Stella, camera. Stella yeah. glasses. Off camera like that. Well, we've got to get like a petition going about this because I had two buckets of beer today. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you was... you call me at you call me at three p.m. today, <laughs> like absolutely off your tits. Thinking we are going to start the podcast, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, I think you called. But then me. you called me yeah. four hours later, and you were sober, so I, I have no idea what happened. But you took a nap, you ate some bread, I had a magical sleep. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway, it's it's been another good one. I'm not surprised. A lot of jokes. Thought my a lot dem- of bad jokes. My demolition derby was butchered. Shambles. Yeah, that's why I'm not a comedian. <laughs> Um, but anyway, you're learning, son. You're learning. You're learning. Yeah. You'll get there. <laughs> anyway, Hang around me and Connie. Hang around me and Connie for a little bit lo- longer. Yeah. Yeah, not him. <laughs> we'll see about that. Yeah. Anyway, guys, make sure you go to fivepintsin.com. Follow us on all the social media. Give us a like on Apple Podcasts and all that shit. So, Apple what? Apple Podcasts. Oh. Not Apple Smirnoff. We <laughs> <laughs> still don't have that sponsor. I will also say we'll have a few, we'll have a few shirts up in the uh, on the website uh, pretty soon. If you guys want to check You're those really out. You're really putting us under pressure now. Well, it's it's me who's it's me who's under pressure, isn't it? So. I'm the designer. <laughs> yeah, clearly with don't that. look at the website yeah, then. Clearly with that hat <laughs> and that Guns and Roses. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, it was it was. Great talking to you. Um, you know, great as always. All, all of you. <laughs> the two of you and and everyone listening. So, all right, guys. We'll talk to you next time. Cheers, guys. So long.